things, stuff, and words. With Ben and Reid. And I'll just say welcome back to a podcast that is so ridiculously inconsistent that we haven't recorded an episode since, what, February was our last one? I was checking at the Sabo, something quite like that, so yeah. Well, yeah, because we we started up at the start of this year. I think we, did we do an episode in January? And then we're like, yeah, back in February again, and then we're going to be like, you know, more consistent about this, and then we just stopped. Yeah, I, I mean, talking of that whole inconsistency thing, I'm wearing a hat and you're not. Yeah, what's, that's... What's that about? Well, the, the one interesting thing is, though, I think looking back on all the podcasts that we've done where we're actually in the same room, mm. I've always been wearing this blue jumper <laughs> every single time. So that's my little bit of consistency keeping going. So there we go. So it's a little memento. If it's if it's it. weeding you out though, I can go and grab my Melbourne United hat. No, it's just going to even it up a little bit more. Well, surely I'm weeding you out. I never wear hats. And all of a sudden, the last time you've seen me, I've worn hat, 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 and I'm wearing a hat again. Freaking. Well, to take things even a step further, technically, right now, I am wearing pajama pants. Technically. Well, in public, you can't do that. No. It's like wearing tracksuit pants. Yeah. It's a big no-no. But you're at your house, so well, we can get away with it. They that. look like tracksuit pants, but they're called uh, leisure sleep pants. <laughs> so, they're like described on the... Because I got them from Aussie Bum. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a very... Uh, Such an Aussie name of a company. Yeah, it's, a, it? it's a very fancy company. Um, but, but basically what it is, is they were just like, oh, yeah, these are pants that are perfect for, you know, either wearing the bed or just for a lazy day around the house yeah. and i was just like i really need a pair of those well and it is a sunday we're recording this so lazy yeah. sunday it sort of works it's it's very dreary kind of weather outside yeah. kind of day that you don't want to be outside doing anything <laughs> so you just you know inside relaxing so why not mm. now uh what's what's been happening with you since we last recorded something um oh quite a few things um I'm exercising every day. Okay. Might not look it because I usually look quite chubby, mm-hmm. but I'm walking and running every single day. Not Very nice. running as much, but more into the walking and not like a, a Sunday walk through the mall. No, no. An actual walk, yeah. like a proper walk, not as crazy as you see on the Commonwealth Games where mm-hmm. it's that ridiculous type of walking. I don't know what you call that, but it's been pretty good. And as far as anything else going on in my life, that's pretty much about it. <laughs> Bettering your scores on certain PlayStation games and things like that. Well, speaking of that, I've uh, I've been buying a lot of games recently. Not like crazy expensive games. Mm. A lot of $10 games. Right. PS4 store, uh, in town at some stores. I've just been buying games and I play them once or twice. That's all I do them for. Yeah. That's it. That's all you need to do. It's funny that you mentioned that though because there's obviously the big fad, the big fad going around at the moment is Fortnite. Oh, yeah. Everyone loves Fortnite. Mm. And I was just like, okay, I always kind of wanted to play Player Unknown Battlegrounds. Mm. And I was kind of like, I think it might be a little bit over my head, though. It looks a little bit too technical because I'm not the most savvy gamer in the world. Like, mm. I, I bought NBA 2K18. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this before on the podcast. But I was just like, okay, it's going to be, you know, pass, shoot directional move that way here and whatever but it's like okay you have to push this button l2 wiggle your analog stick around and then press triangle three times to let that guy over there over there know that you want to pass it to him and it's like that's too much stuff that's way too much stuff oh yeah whereas just like i'm so just zoned in on being like a mario brothers player it's just like (laughs) okay directional jump shoot that's pretty much all you have to do 
And going into something like Player Unknown Battlegrounds, I was just kind of like, yeah, I'm going to be terrible at this. And then I saw Fortnite come out and I was like, oh yeah, it's a bit more of a cartoony kind of off the cuff version of what that is. Maybe this might be a little bit more down my alley. So I purposely got myself for the first time one of those PlayStation accounts. What's it? actually called the ps uh, store account yeah the ps store account so i could actually buy it and actually play against other people online Uh and so i've I've done all that for the first time ever solely for the purpose of this game and started playing it and it was just way too technically advanced for me i could not move around at the same time aim this gun at someone try and shoot around at them while they're jumping all the way over all all over the place because that's how you avoid all the bullets and all that kind of stuff that people are shooting at you and i was just kind of like yeah i don't know if this is really going to work for me somehow it's sort of like the equivalent of going on a holiday. You're either in two categories. One, you pack a lot of stuff in on your holiday. Yeah. Or two, you're just lazing by the pool doing very little. That's like me with video gaming. I just sort of take it easy. I don't bother doing all that sort of heavy stuff. It's just playing Super Mario Brothers mm. or just something really easy and just kicking back. Funny thing is, though, I actually downloaded um, the Player Unknown Battlegrounds uh, mobile game version so the one that you can just play on your iphone play on your tablet whatever and i was actually better at that than i was at Fortnite. oh wow i actually won my first game (laughs) fascinating because i've um i haven't attempted to play either yep i'm just waiting until it all sort of dies down and when i can be bothered playing them in my own time Mm -hmm. from what i understand very difficult yeah it's 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 just ridiculous how in-depth people go into this game and like try and you know sort out the different things that they want to be doing on there and all this especially in Fortnite, doing the building of forts and all that kind of stuff so you can avoid people who are trying to shoot you and all that kind of thing it's like it's too much guys just you know wander around pick up weapons and you know go about your merry way driving around and shooting at things i'm getting exhausted just thinking about it it's not my type of video game i've got to be honest it's way it's way too intense but i i i did find myself actually enjoying uh pubg on the mobile so i think i will more than likely be playing it on my iphone and my tablet probably more than i play Fortnite on the ps4 (laughs) All right, well, I'll give that a go. I mean, everyone's got a you know an iPhone yet, so I'll mm. give that a go. And, you know, it's free, so you can just yeah. you just download yeah. it and you're just like, hey, we're playing, cool. Well, I'm in. Like, there's all the in-game purchases and all that kind of stuff, but it's just like, yeah, whatever. Ah, that's why so many people get it, especially, like, parents don't like their little kids playing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It comes into all sorts of problems. Oh, it's a free game, plus a few little in-app purchases of five ninety nine. Mm. Well, you can, you can either, like, you know, I think it's one of those ones where you can play through the game and earn the internal currency that the game has and then spend that internal currency on the game Mm. or you can just buy physically some of that internal currency where you pay like 2.99 and it gives you 2000 PUBG dollars or something like that yeah i don't have a lot of money on my apple account so i'm not gonna be bothering too much it's it's just it's overkill as far as that's concerned i don't see the point in putting that much money into something that you can just play basically the same level for free it's it's pretty much just saying hey i want to start every game wearing these clothes yeah. I want to look this. I want to have a mohawk. <laughs> I want to have these sung. I want to wear aviators. And, you know, I want to be having all these things when I jump out of that plane at the start. That's the condition that I want to be in when I start this game every single time. Basically, everything you can't do in real life. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Well, even just the whole scenario of just, uh, uh, what do they call them, a battle royale, mm. that's uh, non existent. 
No, so no. you just like, yeah, you're even getting that for free. So stop complaining, guys. Yeah, uh, people find it far too easy to complain nowadays, especially with video games. I've noticed. Yeah. Now, uh, one of the reasons why I uh, why we didn't do a podcast for a little while is because I was getting ready for my honeymoon in April. And, um, I, and I haven't heard much about what's going on because I, no, I, must, I must admit, I actually, I knew you were going over there. I just mm. forgot what time you were going over there. Yeah, yeah. So we went over in uh, on uh, April 16th, I believe it was, that we flew out of Australia and went over to New Zealand. And um, it was, we got, we got there and we were ready to, you know, get into the whole uh, swing of things as far as the honeymoon was concerned. And with uh, the travel agency that we went through, I won't say their name because I don't want to, you know, <laughs> be be that kind of guy. Uh, but they had booked us into what was considered four-star accommodation because we asked for something, you know, we wanted to pay a little bit more for our accommodation and make sure we're staying in something comfortable. So we're like, yeah, four-star accommodation, that'll be quite nice. It'll get us like a nice little, you know, apartment or something like that. Sure. And so we paid what we thought was the extra for that and arrived at our accommodation and we walked in and we were just kind of like oh this place doesn't really look like the way it was described to us and then we tried to go to the uh, front desk because basically what it was it was two kind of uh, horseshoe like little uh, kind of motel blocks Um, almost double story so it was uh, places on the bottom places on the top and just all like parking in these two horseshoe bins and there was one on this side that was called, uh, uh, I can't remember what that one was called over there, but the one that we were staying in, I think it was called the Tuscany Villas. And where you thought the front desk office was going to be, you walked up there and it was pretty much all boarded up. Mm. Like there was just boards on the windows and you couldn't even see in there. Yeah. So you had to actually go over to the front desk on the other side and they were in charge of both horseshoe bins of accommodation and so we've gone over there and the ladies checked us in and she's like oh you guys are staying with us for a while and we're just like oh yeah because you know we were staying here for two weeks for our honeymoon and just getting a hire car and just traveling around and doing bits and pieces around where we wanted to be and she's like oh yeah no worries and then once we got to the room and let ourselves in we realized why she was questioning why we were staying there for two weeks. <laughs> let us in. Let us know. Because we were just like, okay, this lady's obviously been like, okay, I know the, stat- the status of my accommodation and why are these people staying here for two weeks. We've walked in and it was just like literally the bare essentials and really kind of old and dilapidated. Oh. And she's like, oh, yeah, there's a nice spa in the bathroom, though. You can have a spa in the bathroom. And so we walked in the bathroom. There's this big, like, old grey spa bath in there. And we oh. looked in there, and there was just this stagnant pool of water in the bottom oh. of it that could not be drained because of the way the spa bath tilted. The plug was up, like, one end, and mm. then it tilted down, like, not to the plug hole. Oh, wow. Because the plug hole was up the, up the high end. So there was just this pool of water that was just kind of, like, smelling out the place and you know we looked up and there's like all kind of squash bugs and stuff on the walls and all this kind of thing there was one plastic cover that was covering uh like it was a proper plastic cover that should be in the wall covering internal piping in the walls and stuff like that so you can just take the cover off and fix some pipes or turn some gas lines on and off if you need to yeah but that was literally put up there by pieces of blue tack and (gasps) (laughs) <laughs> we we were I, I was I was in the bedroom like I think it was on our first or second night I was off in the bedroom just like uh, unpacking or whatever and I just heard this 
big almighty crash in the bathroom and Gabs was just about to get into the shower and literally this cover had fallen off the wall mm. and bounced across the bathroom and almost smacked her in the leg. Oh, man. And we were just like, nah, this is this is not on. So we tried to get out of there and whatnot and um, the, the lady at the reception desk who was basically in charge of the whole place, she was kind of going back and forth with our uh, travel agents. Yeah. And she was uh, apparently being a little bit difficult because she was just like, oh, it's got nothing to do with the fact that our accommodation isn't up to standard. It's got to do with the fact that they just don't like the accommodation. So I'm not really, you know, going to play ball mm. with, with you in this situation. Yeah. And it was just like, well, no, the accommodation sucks. <laughs> There's like literally bugs and crap on the wall, like stagnant pool of water in the spa bar, things falling off the walls. It's not up to standard. <laughs> and so oh. they eventually they all got us changed over and we got into a really nice place at uh, Quest Apartments and uh, Quest Apartments are everywhere, like all around yeah, Australia yeah. and all over New Zealand mm. and uh, got us a really nice bar- uh, apartment there and it all went along really well from that point on. So yeah. It sounds like an episode of the TV show Hotel Impossible where this like hotel dude, owns and runs the hotels he fixes up these you know dilapidated hotels and mm. it sounds like an episode of that where he walked in and he just doesn't want to go in there ever again so yeah sounds exactly like that but you could tell that after we after we left uh left that first uh, accommodation and moved to the new one you could tell that as soon as we left they were just going to put that cover back up on the wall and maybe scrape off those couple of bugs and oh. then just let someone else go and stay in there straight away they weren't going to do anything to fix it whatsoever Jeez, it sounds like a classic case of um, not taking responsibility for for anything. You know, mm. the blame game. You know, you obviously you know haven't done the wrong thing here, yeah. but someone has clearly done the wrong thing, and they don't want to admit responsibility. And yeah. unfortunately, that's sort of fallen on you and Gabs's shoulders. Now we went to uh, the main place that we were staying over in New Zealand is a little place called Rotorua. Have you heard of Rotorua? I have heard of, I have heard of. I don't know much about it, but I know the name. Have Rotorua. you heard about the main reputation that Rotorua has? No, but I'm got a feeling it'll turn. The main reputation of Rotorua is the fact that it's a bit on the nose because it's uh, highly active as far as uh, volcanic uh, stuff is concerned. It's basically like the whole town is built on just a big volcanic plane, I think they call it. And, you know, there's like uh, all the uh, sulfur pools and all that kind of stuff everywhere that are just kind of blowing up sulfur smoke and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And sulfur has a tendency to be a little bit stinky. And so you can be walking around town and all of a sudden just get this waft of like something random and just go, oh, okay, egg farts, rightio. <laughs> <laughs> they have um, had a few earthquakes there over the past yeah. couple of years. And uh, that's rather interesting because obviously at the moment we're seeing it um, in Hawaii with all their uh, volcanic uh, you know, going over and a lot of people are having to evacuate their homes because of all the volcanoes erupting. Mm. So did, did you actually see the video? There was like a video of someone who'd parked on the side of the road. Yeah, in the And car. just the... the uh, all the lava was just, or the molten rock or whatever they call it was just like flowing onto the road and just basically covered this car and just incinerated it. Oh, I've seen a lot of vision of it. I've definitely seen that. Yeah, yeah. As far as going to Hawaii, happy to go there for a holiday, but maybe not living there. Might yeah, be a no. Bit different. I don't know. Well, is there, is there anywhere in particular that you can be living that is not near a potentially active volcano over in Hawaii, or is like pretty much everywhere? almost in danger of something happening maybe it's like hedging your bets you know yeah, oh, yeah. We'll, we'll go we'll, we'll go to this hotel this week we'll be right and then all of a sudden you're not all right mm. so it could be a situation like that but uh yeah very bad very bad for hawaii 
Well, because I think it's uh, as far as like North and South Island of New Zealand is concerned, I think North Island is more known for its, uh, you know, volcanic stuff. Mm. South Island is more known for earthquakes. Right. So we were staying away from the earthquake area, just more <laughs> up near the, the volcanic area. And um, it, it was just kind of interesting to see all the stuff that is around as far as how much they, they embrace all that stuff being there. Wow. And they're just like, yeah, everything is like, you know, really green because of this, because it, all the all the sulfur keeps, you know, everything nice and nice and green all year round and all that kind of stuff. So it was a really nice place to be. Yeah. It just every now and then you get a whiff, a whiff of something a little bit eggy. So it's sort of like going through Werribee at times, you know. It's yeah, a, yeah. A bit on the nose, but once you get through it, you'll be okay. Yeah, once you, when you go on the highway to Melbourne, you get to that point, you just kind of like, <laughs> uh-huh. and then you move on from there and you're just like, okay, we're good now. But stinkiness and bad hotel experience aside, mm-hmm. did you have a good time over there? It was a very good trip, yeah. Oh, good. Uh, we did, um, have you ever, ever heard of Zorb Balls? The, the, those big plastic uh, things where it's like a massive bubble. You're yeah. In a bubble. Yeah, and you're basically inside it yeah. with like a little bit of water in there, just so you don't stick to the sides of this plastic bubble. And uh, so we did we did those. Uh, they were called Ogos. Ogos. Um, I, I think th- there's one company that is uh, they they basically do call them Zorb balls. Yeah. But uh, one company is called Ogo, so theirs <laughs> oh are known as Ogo balls. Ogo. So and they ha- they had um, a couple of different uh, courses that you could you know roll down the hill on the in the Ogo balls and there was like the straight one there was the zigzag one and then there was the extreme one that was like big up on top of the hill and when we first started for the day because i think we had uh three or something rides we've uh come down on the straight one first in pairs and then or uh, yeah so two of us in the ball together and then we've gone down on the uh zigzag one uh twice uh just by ourselves yeah and uh, there was one point there where i was like oh i wouldn't mind going down the big one but it didn't look like it was open so i didn't even really bother asking but then we kind of finished up our day because it was pretty cold day so you're there you go in the ogo you pretty much jump out and then just jump into these hot tubs that they've got at the end of it so you can keep yourselves warm until your next ride (laughs) and so like we're in the hot tubs and we'd finished our last ride got down to the bottom jumped in the hot tub to warm ourselves up and then we saw this other couple go right up to the high one and they just Mm. can't they're screaming down this hill like crazy it was going so fast and i was just like oh man that would have been so cool to do but even the other ones were just really good so it sort of reminds me of uh, that little hill we have down eastern beachway where you get a bit of cardboard and yeah, you go yeah. right down the hill but this sounds like it's mainly for adults and it's like if you enjoy that experience when you're a kid chances are you'll enjoy the ogo experience yeah. too uh have you heard of anything uh, so, uh something called luging like not not like Olympic like winter Olympic <laughs> yeah. luge no. like where they're just going down on the ice thing. But have you heard like of this of the little carts for luging? Oh. No. They they have this over in uh, Rotorua. It's basically at the top of the um. They have like this big uh thing that takes you up to the top of the hill and um you go up there and there's like the big nice restaurant up the top there Mm. there's uh you can do like big zip line things down to the bottom or you can basically have these luge rides that gabs and i did and we got five rides each and basically you get up the top jump in one of these luge carts and just fly down this hill course there's like uh, the scenic course, the intermediate course, and the advanced course, and you can just go down any one, that, any any one of them that you like. And so you basically go down the hill, park your your cart back in the thing, and it gets hurled back up to the top, and you jump into the gondola, and it takes you back up the top again for your next ride. Oh wow! And 
these luge rides were ridiculous sometimes and like just insane awesome fun mm. and then other times just ridiculously annoying because people would just like be all over the track and just going really slow and you couldn't pass them <laughs> so you'd be like flying down just motoring like crazy and then all of a sudden you'd turn a corner and there's someone who's already been going down there like 20 seconds before you mm. who's just putting along just like leaning on the brakes like crazy <laughs> but they're not sticking to one side of the track of they're just not. leaning on the brakes and going oh just avoid that oh no there's a stone better avoid that oh stick better avoid it's like oh come on guys just stay to one side if you're going to be going slow i want to go down fast here and but other than that really really super fun apart from like the fact that they're just literally a piece of plastic with, with wheels on it yeah it's a bit of plastic that's like curved so you can sit in it and it's got like these handlebars that you can basically turn and go forward and break and you're sitting on this like pretty much like an inch or two off the ground yeah and flying down a hill feeling every single bump <laughs> on your coccyx oh, bone oh <laughs> no oh and so after we finished with like not not even really thought about it and i was just like oh yeah that was really fun that was awesome about a day or so later i was just kind of like you know going about my day and i remember sitting down and just being like oh oh what's going on there that's why is why is that sore and I was like, just kind of, you know, felt around back there. I was like, oh my goodness, I have a, I've actually looked at it and was like, I have a massive bruise on my coccyx bone right now. <laughs> Lasting memory. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. Just, just from jamming myself down the hill on those, on those oh. luge rides. So, but I actually, after I got back and, you know, had that experience in my mind, I was like, surely there would have been people going down those with, because you have to wear a helmet. And like most of the helmets have got a little groove thing in it that you can put your GoPro into. Mm. Um, So anyone who's got the GoPro attachment with GoPro on it, they can just shove their GoPro in there and, you know, fly down the hill and record their experience. And I was just like, surely people would be uploading these to to YouTube and there'd be plenty of videos of it. I typed in Rotorua L into YouTube yeah. and immediately the first thing that came up was Rotorua Luge crashes. <laughs> <laughs> just all these people doing the stupidest things going down these hills and just crashing into each other like crazy. Oh. One dude crashed that hard that he actually had like all grazes right up the side <gasps> of his leg and you saw when, when he actually crashed and like just kind of was looking over his leg and you could see like, you know, he had just kind of some little scratches and stuff you couldn't really see in, in detail. Yeah. But obviously after they've been dressed and like all the raw skin has kind of, you know, kind of yeah. started healing itself yeah. and gotten all red, he just had these big, massive red patches uh. and just like raw scraped off skin down the side uh. of his legs. And I was like, if you're going to do something like that, even if it's like in the middle of summer, you'd probably want to be wearing pants. Because yeah. if you go off, you're going to hurt yourself and just be grazed all over the place, all over your legs. Either way, if you want a good laugh, that's what I'll be watching tonight on YouTube. Yeah, yeah just Rotorua Luge crashes, just all the way. Except there was this one video where these kids were going down it that I watched, probably like, you know, 14, 15-year-old punk kids. I sound like such an old man when I say punk kids. <laughs> punk kids. But they were going down there and just purposely stopping in the middle of the track and just kind of like just leaving their cart there and, you know, running off the side and hiding in the bushes, waiting for people to come around the corner and crash into their cart or something like that. Yeah. And just, just being really stupid. And I'm pretty sure there's a couple of those around. Try and, like, if you, if you go in to watch the videos and you see those ones, 
don't then go to the Roru Luge and act like those idiots, yeah. like respect it and have fun with it because that's what everyone's just trying to do. They're just trying to enjoy the day and have fun with it. So but the younger generation don't respect anything. That's they right. respect nothing. Yeah. Not even themselves. Exactly. <laughs> now, speaking of New Zealand, they're yep. famous for one thing. Mm-hmm. Apart from having a funny accent and being two hours in front of us yep. in terms of daytime, uh, or time zone rather, there's a certain company over there that mm-hmm. produces something. Do you know what company is from New Zealand? Uh, Starts um, with, I'll give you a clue. Starts with C. Oh, man, I'm racking my brain here. I can't think of it. It's one of those ones where you put me on the spot and I'm just kind of like, caterpillars, t- cranes. Uh, so, all right, I'll make it very easier for you. It starts with C, ends in Y. If you don't get that, then I'm going to have to... I think you're going to have to spell it out for me because I'm just trying too hard in my head. I may have said it begins over there. Cadbury. Oh, right. Cadbury. Yeah. There's something that you told me a few months ago. Uh-huh. I want to write a wrong. Right. Okay. So I'm going to get you to hold my microphone whilst okay. I grab something. Okay, I wasn't expecting this. No, well, I usually we're pretty good with each other in terms of telling what we're going to talk about. <laughs> oh my goodness! Reed has got the caramel. I have got the caramel because you bought like heaps of blocks of those, didn't you? I did, and Ben, because I'm a friend. Yep. I want you and Gabs to have that. Oh my goodness! Thank you so much. And by the way, I haven't checked the use by date, but I'm pretty sure it's like <laughs> until the end of the year. So you got Should- plenty of time. So what do we got? We got. Uh, 23rd of the first night. Oh, easy. But we need to check because remember they had the whole thing like... I checked the dates. Oh, it's you, the good It's the good oh, one. Right. The good batch. So yeah, you're we're very did. lucky. We're just like, okay, we don't want to have any like... Because weren't there like blue bits of plastic that the, the people were finding in there? Blue bits of plastic. I'm using the quotation marks yeah, for those yeah. listening. But the reason I wanted to give you that, not just because I bought a whole stack for myself, mm-hmm. but because you told me at your place of employment yeah. that uh, an organization not too far from where you are made a cake yes. with Cadbury, with uh, caramel pieces in it. Yep. But one thing you told me was that you actually didn't get a proper taste of it because they put the Cadbury milk, the caramel into the cake, mm. but it was associated with all the other stuff that comes with a cake, like all the uh, the icing they do on a cake and various other things. Yeah, yeah. So you told me you don't get a proper taste mm-hmm. of caramel. Yeah, well, there you go. It was well. That's the whole thing because it was just all covered in like that sickly sweet sugary icing. Yeah, and I was like, I'm not getting the true, you know, the true form of what the caramel's all about here. Like, I'm just getting this sugary hit of icing all the time. So maybe I need to try and experience. And every time I went to Coles, it was just like the whole shelf where it should be because obviously they had like a big massive heap of it in there previously. Like I don't know, six or seven blocks wide. Mm. It was just a barren wasteland. <laughs> Where chocolate should be, just completely empty shelf. I think, and the thing about that cake that you were telling me about, it looks good on Instagram, mm-hmm. but that's probably about it. Yeah. I mean, as far as the taste goes, you'd imagine, look, probably very sickly and very rich in flavour, but you want to taste the actual product itself. I mean, we have, because we live in a place called Geelong. Yeah. If, uh, for people who are listening and don't know where that is, it's bottom end of Victoria, just outside of uh, Melbourne. Mm-hmm. And basically, we have in the city two fairly well-known cake places. Yeah. One that's just most recently opened and the other one that's been established for quite a while now. And they're, you know, one of them's a little bit more of a... It was a bit more of a hidden secret for a while until a lot of people started realising it was there and now it's just kind of common knowledge that this place exists and it's awesome. Mm -hmm. And 
they're kind of in a back alley kind of location where you have to actually go and search them out. Yeah. Whereas the other one that's just opened up is like on a prime location right on the corner where everyone knows where they are because it used to be a rug store <laughs> that was famous in Geelong because they were always closing down for about 15 years. Always having a closing down sale. And he's moved two stores down. Yeah, yeah. Where he's still selling his rugs and still saying he's closing down. <laughs> yeah. So when everyone was just like, oh my goodness, the rug store's finally closed. They yeah. closed down. It's like, no, he's just moved two doors up and he's still closing down from a new location. <laughs> it's an online phenomenon. If you want to check it out, Google it. You'll come across it. I've come across some photos and stuff about stories about people that have written about the rug guy. Mm. You'll find it on your, on, on your Google machine. But Yeah, um, yeah. yeah so... I, I, you can actually get stuff from those stores on places like Uber Eats and Deliveroo. Not oh, that wow. I, not that I've tried, but I've yeah. just checked. I check it regularly. I, I like to see what you know places are producing food on there. So, but anyway, I thought I'd give you that because I got a fair few myself. Interestingly enough, mm-hmm. well, depending on how you view that, I haven't eaten any of the other blocks I've bought. I've just put them away really? in, a, in a safe place. Yeah, like they're you know well and truly out of sunlight and all that sort of stuff. So that's fine. Um, and I just put it away and got on with life. But they're, they're considered currency now, almost, I know. aren't they? Like if I, let me just have a look on the computer. We do, do a live Google search. We'll do a live Google search and see what kind of prices a block of caramel is going for these days. Because I reckon it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. So let's just see if I go to eBay, for example. And they'll, it'll probably be like there's blocks there that are starting from like a dollar. And then they'll go up from there. But... I haven't checked for a while because um, when it was sort of a big story, they were going for like, I think, 20 bucks a block. But I would dare say that's obviously increased. Look at that. Didn't even need to type <laughs> it in. It's come up as the first thing. Cadbury Caramilk. Uh, let's go from... Hi- let's go highest first. So there's 15 blocks currently selling for 350 bucks. Wow. Uh, another 15 pack for 299 10 blocks for $250. That's just insane for a block of chocolate. So the one thing you could look at this is that not only have I given you a chocolate block, but I've also given you an investment. Well, if you choose to view it that way, but let, let's let's think about this here. So, what what does that equate to? Three hundred and fifty bucks. Uh, where's my where's my calculator on here? By the way, you can tell Ben and I are good at math because someone we, good we at could do it in that straight away. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, three fifty divided by fifteen. So basically, they're saying that caramel blocks are worth twenty-three bucks a block wow. these days. So that's 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 pretty intense. That's pretty good. So there you go. So yeah, <laughs> but you, you can't find these um, like physically anymore. Like you can't no. find them in store or anything. That's pretty much the only place you can find them is going on eBay mm. or having a good friend who bought some who didn't realize they were going to be sold out pretty much straight away. Exactly. Yeah. So I thank you very much for that. That's much appreciated. No, that's all good. Actually, speaking of uh, rare blocks of chocolate, mm. not not only is the caramel a bit of a rare one now. Yeah. But they recently released uh, three other uh, blocks of chocolate as well that incorporated well-known chocolate bars. Oh, yeah. So you've got the Cadbury block with picnic flavor mm-hmm. and you've got the Cadbury block with boost flavor. And there was another one that they released originally with that original run that lasted for about two weeks or so. Yeah. And then they completely stopped promoting it, oh. completely removed it from all promotions basically everywhere, whether mm. it was, you know, TV, radio, just billboard posters and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Completely removed it and replaced it with Crunchy. Oh. So the one that they've replaced is Morrow. Morrow? Yeah. The one you get in like the Cadbury favourites. Yeah, yeah. 
Now, that was one of the things that we loved about New Zealand. Yeah. Is over in New Zealand, you can go to a, a, a Woolworths, which they call Countdown. Countdown, that's for, right. For yes. some weird reason. <laughs> uh, so you can go to a Countdown supermarket and you can actually buy a Mars bar sized Moro bar. Yeah. Just off the shelf. Wow. And, and like, because we, because Gabs and I both love the Moro bars when you get them in a box of favorites. We like fight over the Moro bars sometimes. <laughs> and. Not like serious fights or anything. No, just playful fights over the morrow. It's not getting hectic over chocolate in our household, guys. Calm down. But, <laughs> but so, like, we have these moments where we're just like, oh, yeah, morrow bars are awesome. And then we went over there and it was just like, oh, my goodness, morrow bars are available in Mars bar size. Yeah. We were just like, yeah, let's get some morrow bars. Oh, nice. So, we were loving the morrow bars while we we're over there. And then we came back over here after our holiday was done and actually went to uh, your brother's Big W store. Oh, right. And yeah. we've gone in there and they actually had like on one of the front ends at the confectionery area the morrow cadbury block yeah and we're like oh awesome we'll grab a block and give it a try and see what it's like and unfortunately for us they must have got a batch that had been a little bit melted oh. um because in basically in the bottom of the pack all the ba- like it's it's one of those blocks where it's kind of got the center full of caramel and nougat and all that kind of stuff yeah basically the back of the chocolate block had melted off and oh. all the caramel had kind of seeped down to the bottom of the packet. Oh. So you just had kind of the shells of the chocolate just with the nougat in there and no caramel. It all was just like caked down the bottom. Oh. And that's uh, it's not a big deal. It just it just melted. Still tasted fine. But whatever. Still, we, still chocolate. We, we didn't necessarily, necessarily get the morrow in a block experience that we were, that we were looking <laughs> yeah. for. So we're like, oh, we'll, we'll go back and get another block somewhere else. Went around to the supermarkets. None of the supermarkets had them. It was like it never existed wow. whatsoever. And I was like, oh, well, if they're not selling them here, they were selling them at Big W. I'll yeah. just go back and get one at Big W. Gone back to Big W like two days later. Yeah. It was like they never even existed. Wow. It was like I was just in a completely different universe, complete parallel universe when I bought that one block of chocolate. <laughs> and then I've just come back into the normal universe again. Oh, it's like a parallel universe. You know? Yeah. You remember the universe that where you could just walk in, there you go, similar to caramel. I remember the day where I could just walk in a supermarket yeah. and there was a whole you know aisle full of caramel. Now, exactly. They don't exist. It was one of those things though for a while with the caramel. Like you'd go on Instagram, for example, and you'd just go into the search area where it's just like you see pictures from everybody. Yeah. If you even you know looked at a caramel picture previously or mentioned caramel or commented on something about caramel on Instagram, you were just flooded with people who had just taken photos of caramel blocks and they were just like, yeah, I finally got one. It's <laughs> like, God, guys, it's just a block of chocolate. Far out. Now so, you can be one of those people. Yeah, I can be one of those people and just be like, ah, oh, yes, the rare excellence. My <laughs> <laughs> hey, precious. Speaking of, though, as far as um, social media is concerned, I have kind of gone on a bit of a, a, bit, a little bit of a blackout. As far as social media is concerned, you might have noticed, actually, that I have removed myself from the Twitters. The Twitter sphere? Because I was just like, this is just annoying. Like, there, there's so many people here who are just speaking crap that I don't need to associate myself with. So, I was just like, yeah, delete account. That's that's done for me. Yeah. So, Instagram gone. Uh, there was a couple of other things that I just deleted old email addresses and all that kind of stuff. I did kind of a big uh, internet clean out yeah. of all these accounts that I just felt like I didn't need anymore. And Twitter was one of them. And uh, I was thinking about also leaving Instagram as well, but I'm just like, yeah, I still do stuff for Instagram for work and all that kind of thing. If I didn't have that kind of responsibility as well and had to you know, be actively involved in it for the work purposes... I'd probably get rid of that one too and mm. just have my private Facebook that I barely ever use either. Yeah. But, you know, 
it's one of those things where I'm just kind of like social media really is just, it's just all marketing these days. And especially with all that stuff that's been coming up lately about uh, with Mark Zuckerberg being put, uh, on, yeah. put on trial and all that kind of stuff, it's just you're seeing a lot of what actually goes on behind the scenes with it all. Yeah, I'm sort of a bit of the same way. There was a bit of a story. I'm not sure if you caught onto this last, I think it was this week. Kim Kardashian, mm-hmm. she uploaded a photo onto Instagram of uh, of herself sucking a lollipop because yeah. that's what Kim Kardashian does. And it was not just your average lollipop. It was like a diet suppressant. Oh. Yeah. And it got into a bit of trouble. She since has deleted the photo and recorded an apology video mm-hmm. onto social media. But it just sort of made me aware that they've all got something to flog. They've all got a product to sell. Uh, I miss the days where you could just go on and it was just people posting random selfies. As sad, yeah. as, as, sad as that sounds, I just like the days where you could just go onto social media and it was just... It was like a carefree zone where you could just upload anything you want and had nothing to do with trying to get you to sell, to you know, trying to take your money. Yeah. I'm over it. Well, that's that's the whole thing because I was, I remember that the social media site that I enjoyed the most and was never even going to ever, you know, delete my account to for the foreseeable future yeah. was Daily Booth. Mm. And then they ended up closing down because Instagram came along and basically ruined their whole, yeah. their whole website because you could do more on Instagram than you could do on Daily Daily booth and people just gravitated towards that. Mm. But um, before that actually, you know, all happened, Daily Booth was almost like the place to be. Uh, even though like your average Joe wouldn't have really uh, known about it all that much. It was more like people who were into kind of internet and online culture who were kind of, you know, part of the whole Daily Booth audience yeah. really. So that one was a really good one to be a part of. And then after people started flooding over to Instagram instead, the Daily Booth scene just kind of started getting flooded with all this really random advertising, you know, click yeah. this link to get 500 followers and all yeah. this kind of stuff. And it was just like, oh, yeah, this is going downhill. And then next minute, they're just like, yeah, guys, we're closing. And I was like, yep, you can see that coming a mile away. And Brian Freddie could see that. So, look, a lot of social media is going down that path. Mm. I um, actually checked on my phone the other day because if you go into your settings in your iPhone, there's a way you can actually check how much time you actually spend on all your apps yep. and pretty much on every single thing on your phone. I was spending a lot of time, and I didn't really pick up on this, a lot of time on Instagram. Yeah. And I, I look, I check it every now and then. There's um, some stuff that I find quite funny on there, but I was spending like, I think there was one day like last week where I spent an hour and a half in one day. Now, that's, oh, not, wow. in, that's not in one sitting. That's like over the course of one day, but it's still a long time. It's amazing how you can... You can you can start just kind of scrolling through the feed yeah. and then just get stuck in like this vortex of going through things for a while and mm. then all of a sudden you snap out of it and you're just like, wait, what was what was I doing? <laughs> I was supposed to be doing something else, wasn't I? But I've just been doing this for the last 25 minutes. Yeah. So it really has that ability to just suck you into uh, looking at other people's lives rather than living your own kind of thing. That, that, that's the big uh, argument that people have with social media at the moment is that you're living vicariously through others rather than actually going out and living yourself. Oh, yeah. And so I've, I've kind of been looking at that as well. Not really as, you know, in-depth as all the people who are just like really touting it 
on social media, funnily enough. They're just like, oh, don't spend as much time on social media. But if I didn't spend time on social media, you would literally would not have a paycheck. Yeah, like, exactly. You, the person right now who's selling your fitness program on Instagram and Facebook, <laughs> and you're saying, don't spend as much time here. Be fitter. Go out and do stuff. But if I wasn't here, you wouldn't have a job. Like, that's, <laughs> that's plain and simple. Yeah. That's it. You would have nothing if I wasn't here right now. I think the term that really ruined it for me a few years ago was the phrase social media influence. Oh, yes. That really ruined social media for me. When I heard that, I thought, oh, no, that's the word I don't want to be a part of yeah. for much longer. So, yeah, I'm limiting my use nowadays on the um, on the gram mm-hmm. and on Twitter. Not so much on Twitter, but definitely on Facebook, I've noticed. Yep. I'm really cutting back on that thing, man. Mm-hmm. I'm really cutting back. I spend a lot of time and a lot of time... People are just uploading random photos of their kids. Yeah, I don't. If you got kids, good on you, good stuff. But I don't need to see every little photo of your kid. One of the things that I really kind of don't, because I haven't looked or scrolled through a Facebook feed in quite some time, mm. and one of the reasons why I stopped doing that is because I realised that half the stuff, and you know, as much as I love my friends and family. Half the stuff that I was reading was just absolute trash. <laughs> I was I was like looking into my friends and family's lives way too much yeah. and just being like, oh my goodness, half the stuff that you're saying is just nothingness. Like, hey, I got my son's membership for the blah, blah, blah football club re-signed today. I don't care. Like, wh- why do I care about that? Yeah. Sign him up for as many football memberships as you like, but I don't care about that. Just, you know, go about your life, dude. I feel like we're sort of going so far away from the days where we'd get up our phone and we'd actually text someone. Mm. Like whenever I see something on the news that's really bad happened, like a car crash, for example, the police will always say, oh, they're probably texting. Well, no, they're not. They're using social media. Yeah. Very rarely do people actually text anymore. It's all to do with the apps, messaging and all that sort of stuff. So... I miss those days. I, mean, I sound like I'm a really old person today, but like I'm having a really, oh, oh the younger generation. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I'm just limiting my use on social media. You have put up a good point today, so mm. I, do, I do respect that. And uh, yeah, but I'm definitely limiting my use. Actually, speaking of uh, bad things happening in the news, there was the another shooting over in the US. Again, did you see all yeah, the stuff about that? that? Unfortunately, um, yeah. And we also had the royal wedding last night as well. And it's, you know, kind of chalk and cheese. Yeah. It's really got a a shooting in uh, the US, a royal wedding happening over in the UK. But here in Australia, I feel like it's kind of a... When something big happens in the news, whether it's good or bad, we have our morning shows, for example, like Today and Sunrise, who jump on it, all guns blazing every time. And they're just like, yes, this is the story that we want to cover because this is what people want to hear about. We're going to get interviews with absolutely everyone. And if it's a bad thing, as many victims as possible. We're mm. just going to interview them all. And if anyone's, you know, you know, on the good side of the story, then we're going to interview them as well and see what the dress was like that Meghan Markle was wearing. Oh. We're going to find out all about a dress. We're going to find out all about his suit. We're going to find all about the person who was standing next to them suit. Yeah. And there's all this stuff that they want to get the in-depth story on. And when I saw that the royal wedding was coming up last night and then woke up yesterday morning to the news of another shooting, I was just kind of like, ooh, how do they divide their time uh, between a good story and a bad story hmm. when they've built this one up for weeks that it's supposed to be the feel-good story that, you know, the royal, royal wedding's happening and then on the day of 
it's just like, oh no, there's been another tragic shooting over in the US. It's like they're pleading with the gods not to be any bad news stories because yeah, we yeah. want everyone to be focused on this one thing. We don't want any other bad news stories to happen. And when a tragic event like the one in America happened, mm. I can only imagine what the news directors are all going through. And as bad as it sounds, like you, you look at something like what's happened over in the US, for example, and when things like that do happen... It's seen as a tragedy. It's seen as something that's, you know, how could someone even think about doing something like that? But you'd have to think from a news perspective, it's almost just kind of like something big happened. Ratings, ratings, ratings. We're going to report all about this and just be the number one rating news program in, you know, the country or whatever. Mm. And when you've got something like the Royal Wedding going on and they've sent all these people from the show over to the UK from Australia, for example, and then something else big like this happens over in the US and they're just kind of like, damn, we've got all our people over in the UK and we've spent all the money to get them over there already and it's probably still too much money for us just to grab one of those people and send them over to Texas where that's happened. To add a little salt to the wound here, I I check television ratings every day. It's like Mm. a bit of a hobby of mine. Like Radio ratings I check all the time when they're released, but television ratings are released every single day. This week... Compared to last week, then this week, both Sunrise and Today, they've been over there covering the Royal Wedding as you'd expect them to. The ratings have been down compared to the same time last week. Oh, wow. So to me, that says one thing. We actually don't care about the build-up to the day. Yep. As far as the actual day goes, yeah, by all means. People were watching. I looked at the ratings last night. It was huge. Yeah. But the actual build-up to the day, people don't care. Yeah. Like, seriously. It's just it's one day. It's a great day for them. But it's all that build-up, and they put so much emphasis on the week ahead yeah. and that the actual ratings came out and they're low. They're low compared to the previous week. Well, like you look at someone like uh, Meghan Markle or Meghan Markle, for example, I think they, they say Meghan, Megan. Megan. Yeah, yeah. Meghan Markle. Tomato, tomato. Uh, she's, she's in a situation where basically as soon as she says I do or even before she's even said I do, mm. her life's changed forever. Oh, yeah. She can't be, you know, fun little Megan on on like a movie set anymore, cracking yep. jokes and all that kind of stuff. She has to be like proper Meghan Markle all the time mm. just to make sure that she's not seen doing anything inappropriate that could, you know, hurt the royal family in any way. No, I think her family's done enough of that during the week. Oh, my goodness. The <laughs> stories have been... Even, even that kind of stuff. You look at the news websites and you're just like, who cares? That's her own family that's having those problems. Leave it in the family. The ones I feel sorry for are the journalists who went to university, mm. did all their degrees, and now they're covering stories about a, a father who has apparently sold his story and you know he's, now he's got heart surgery. Yeah. I thought, do you reckon that's what they really thought they'd be covering when they went to yeah. like, you know, radio school and, and all that sort of stuff? I'm, I don't think they did. <laughs> they're thinking they're going to be like having this big journalism career. They're just like, I'm such and such reporting from Baghdad. And it's just like, yes, at the royal wedding... We're talking about the fact that her dad's not going to... Oh, God. It's, what is- it's, similar, it's similar to a current affair, how they're always talking about cheap groceries. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we've got a great deal on electricity for your home. Oh, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm thinking of that poor journal, thinking, geez, oh, I don't want to be doing this story for much longer. <laughs> <laughs> and you have, like, those moments where, like, 60 Minutes, for example, they'll do a big story on someone like Ben Simmons because he's the big thing happening over in the yeah. NBA, which is a fair income story. Like, oh. that's the kind of stuff that you want to cover. You want to see how well your sporting stars are doing on the world stage. Mm. But then they go from Ben Simmons, world-conquering basketballer, to petrol prices. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, it's not changing anytime soon, though. It looks like that's what they prefer to cover, those yeah. sort of menial tasks it's, that we all that they think we all love, which we don't. It's cu- it's covering the gamut for everyone, basically, of just like, oh, yeah, I don't care about this Ben Simmons guy, but bloody petrol prices, they're robbing us at the tank every bloody time. Paid $1.40 last week. I'm paying $1.42 today. It's madness. <laughs> How dare they? Oil prices. Bloody, oh, jeez, these Americans. I don't understand it, but I'm going to complain about it anyway. Grr. That's, that's yeah. what they do. Yeah, I can't blame it on the Americans because the Americans aren't the ones that are doing it. But like, it's got a lot to do with the world economy and the Americans have a lot of sway on that. I don't claim to know anything about it. All I know is... I, I don't just... even know enough about it myself, no. to be honest. So I've probably just incriminated a lot of people right there. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all the Americans' fault. It's not them at all. But Sleep easy tonight. You'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness! Is there anything else that's been going on news-wise that you've just been like, oh yeah, I'd like to talk about that once we get back into the swing of things? Not really. I tell you what, I'm so sick and tired of. Mm. I, it feels like we've been ranting today, and I don't make <laughs> I don't make any apologies for that. I've been we wanting just to need a big return rant session. Just we to get did things off our chest. We did, and Ben edits the podcast, so he can put it in or out if it's yeah, up to yeah. him. But um, I'm so sick and tired of reality television oh, shows. Yes. Now, the one show that really um, was by far the biggest show this year has been Married at First Sight. I watched it, yep. but I watch it knowing it's full of crap. Mm-hmm. I know that the people aren't chosen by the experts. No. They're chosen by producers. Yep. And the fact of the matter is, none of them last. No. Every season, there's always, oh, it's so great, they're still together, and then two months later, oh, no, they're broken up. Mm. Every year, it's the same. And as of, there's, there's a story um, where they're trying to convince us, the, the masses, that there's a couple getting back together, and I'm just thinking, no, I'm not, is, this what, is this what watching television has come to? We have to actually care about whether these people stay together post-show. Yeah. No. And there was that, there's another one um, that uh, the chick from The Bachelorette, she's hosting it now. Oh, Sophie uh, Monk. Sophie Monk. And what's, what's her one called? Is it Love Island? Love Island. Because that was a UK one, wasn't it, originally? Very yeah. popular and in we've, the We've UK. adapted it here to Australia. Yeah. But I think it was actually on... Uh, the UK version was actually on uh, like Nine Life or yeah. Gem or one of those uh, Channel Nine channels that we have here. So that's basically why they were just like, okay, we're going to do an Australian version of this. It's going to be huge. Everyone's going to love it. And it's going to be one of our staple shows that we put on Channel Nine throughout this year. Apparently what's happened behind the scenes, I don't know if you might have even told me this actually, but or I might have just read it somewhere. They've recorded it and then gone through the editing process and basically finished off the entire show. Mm. And then they were just like, wow, this is really crap. (laughs) So before episode one's even gone to air, they were just like, okay, we might actually take this off Channel 9 and put it on on one of our secondary stations on like Go or something like that. Yeah, and that's always a bit of a hint as to know the content of the show, whether it's going to be good quality or bad quality. Yeah. If they don't have enough faith to put it on their main channel, Mm -hmm. you know it's not going to be a good show. You know it's going to be a dog of a show. So uh, yeah, that show ain't going anywhere anytime soon. I mean, it's like Survivor for example when you watch uh the american version of survivor over here in australia if they decide to put survivor on channel nine mm. then it goes on at like anywhere from 9 30 10 30 at night not late night yeah. yeah and if they put survivor on one of their secondary channels like go it's prime yeah it's like 7 30 or 8 30 mm. every single week mm. and it's like one of the big shows that you have to watch yeah but obviously it's not for your flagship station for some reason no, okay. <laughs> no. But the one thing that has annoyed me about reality TV, apart from the actual shows themselves, are the people on 
Instagram. So mm-hmm. I was sort of linking it back to our previous story we were talking yeah, about. Yeah. But they are uploading so much crap content on there. Yeah. Now, the show, you've got to remember about these shows, right? They filmed months ago. Mm-hmm. The, there was a show recently on Channel 10 uh, called Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise. Yep. It was filmed last year. It was finished in December last year. Oh. So it's been months and months since it was actually finished. And it went to air, uh, I think, late April. Yeah, so yeah. So it's like four months since the show is actually all finished. That's a long time to see if the couples are still together. Yeah. Um, they are posting photos every episode. Mm. There was one contestant that says, oh, gee, I hope she accepts my rose tonight. <laughs> Mate. The show was filmed months ago. If that's your way of trying to promote an episode of a TV show, you're doing a terrible job. Yeah, yeah. Because we know what's going to happen. I mean, you just have to go onto the Daily Mail and they'll tell you everything. But uh, as far as all that, it's just so much BS. Well, that's the whole thing because it's just kind of like if you're on one of these shows that finished off months ago and then you're supposed to be putting stuff on social media about it to promote the show once it's on. Yeah. Basically, whilst the show is on, you can't show... Anything about the, the way that you might have changed in the last six months since oh, yeah. that show. So, like, one of the girls on this show, for example, she might have been, like, bottle blonde hair, uh, kind of, you know, typical looking girl on one of these shows. And then since then might have dyed her hair brown, you know, had, like, a nice haircut or something like that, completely changed her style and clothes that she wears. Mm. But she's not allowed to show any of that off until the show finishes and just go, oh, by the way, now that that's all done, I don't look like that anymore. Oh, speaking of that, there was one contestant on the show. She when she, when she was on the show, she had lip fillers. Oh, like okay. She had lips like balloons. Yeah, yeah. And then since the show has been finished, she got she got them out like January this year. Mm. And yet every photo since then, yeah. she's been uploading all these photos that were clearly taken last year because they've still got all the lip balloons. Oh, right. So what, what, what I'm trying to tell you is they're playing us for fools. <laughs> they're, they're treating us like as if, you know, the show is actually real yep. and as if, you know, they're still together mm. and as if it, you know, is genuine. Yep. The show is not genuine at all. If the show doesn't rate, the show is not on. So there's how much faith the network has in the show. Mm. If a show, if it rates, it'll be on. If it doesn't, it won't be on. It's one of those things though where I'm, because like I watch very minimal amounts of TV these days as mm. far as the uh, range of things that I actually watch. Like I'm, I'm usually watching TV every night, but it's basically the same one thing that I pick to watch. Yep. So at the moment, we're big into MasterChef, for example. Okay. And previously to that, we would have been watching one of the other shows, you know, similar to that, that's kind of on for the Monday to Thursday time slot and whatever. Mm. Any other time, we're just watching like an old DVD box set of yeah. some old TV show that used to be on or something like that. And, you know, kind of having that idea in my head of just being like, okay, these are the one or two things that I watch seeing all this other stuff going around and hearing all the news about these other TV shows, I'm just like, what are people doing with their lives that they're actually taking (laughs) in all this information about all these TV shows? And even at work, we have... um Say I'm on air on uh, on our uh, main 18 to 35-year-old genre station. We have a segment that comes up pretty much every hour throughout the day called What's Trending. Mm. So we talk about the trending celebrity or TV or music news that's going around at the the time. And it's just like, we come into that segment and it's just like, okay, such and such, you're in the studio to tell us what's trending about this. And then they go on their like little tangent about, you know, whatever things trending for a minute and a half. And I'm like, okay, that was interesting. For more of what's trending, head to the website. And you think about it after it's done, you're just like, what what just happened? Like, I 
I have no idea because I've literally relabeled the segment when I'm whenever I'm on the on the daytime shift yeah. and we do what's trending. It's basically no longer what's trending. It's Ben finds out what the cool kids are talking about because obviously he has no idea. <laughs> I like it. I like so it. it's it, every time I come into it and it's like the what's trending segment. I'm just like, yep, over to you because I've got no idea what's going on. So <laughs> please enlighten me for a minute and a half. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I don't really understand a lot of what you know trending is, but yeah. but a lot of what you see on reality TV isn't actual. The fact that it's got the word real in it, mm. I find quite offensive. Yeah, yeah, because it's not real at all. I no. mean, it's so it's just bad television. It's cheap to make. That's why there's a lot of it. It's mm. cheap to make versus getting a show from America and uh, putting it on over here. It's very cheap to make reality TV. That's why they do it. And unfortunately, people do watch these shows. I know I have watched Married at First Sight, but I don't think I'm worth watching it anymore. Cause I'm just, no. It's, I, just, I just thought, oh, no. this is It's very tacky television. And yeah. I know there's better content on other channels. So there's other reality TV shows um, on, you know, you non-commercial broadcasters mm. and I just thought no reality TV has just gone to such incredible lows if you thought Big Brother was bad back in the day yeah. it actually wasn't compared to what you're seeing no. on TV nowadays it was very tame well that's the whole thing Big Brother was Big Brother had its time in the sun yeah. for, for quite a while there and it was a, it was a good TV show to watch mm. but then after it got to I don't know if like a lot of people if there's anyone listening to us from somewhere else around the world that's not Australia yeah. they, they wouldn't know what we're talking about when we say the turkey slap incident ah, yes. but after the whole turkey slap incident thing happened here in australia as far as big brother was concerned it was never the same show ever again no no uh, my favorite comment was from uh, then prime minister john howard get this stupid program off the air <laughs> and that sort of ruined the show for channel 10 when they had it back in the day yeah yeah well i think how long have we been going for so far let's have a look here we didn't keep check it's, but uh We've nearly been going for a full hour. That's wow. like an hour rant about all the things that we don't <laughs> like over the last couple of months. Yeah, we uh, we may not look old, but gee, we're sounding very annoyed at the younger generation yeah, yeah. today. So uh, we might wrap it up there, I guess. I reckon but, you um, I, I, Quickly before we go, though, as far as the social media stuff is concerned, like I haven't really been paying attention to our social media stuff for this show. Has anything been going on at all? No, but we haven't... As weird as it sounds... We actually haven't lost any followers. Oh, okay. So because we haven't been creating content and putting stuff on there, yeah, yeah. we haven't lost any followers. So it's not like we it's not like we've raised any attention to any of our followers. It's like, oh, maybe they forget they follow us. And we're still we're still recording a uh, video version of the show. Uh, which, if I do put this one out, hello, you can actually see us now. But uh, I'm 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 not loving YouTube at the moment. Like, yeah, it's it's a real. Have you actually delved into YouTube lately and seen all the crap that's on there? I haven't delved into it on a deep level, but yep. I I think from last time you told me it was really going bad. So clearly it's gone a bit worse since I last saw saw you. And not to go on another you know massive rant again that's going to take up oh, another, another, well. another, another ten minutes. We <laughs> we can just be the old fuddy duddy podcast. Name <laughs> change. It's basically one of those things where I sit there and watch a couple of YouTube videos and then I find myself saying to myself, what am I doing with my life? Why am I paying attention to these stupid people when they're stupid? Yeah. Like it's just, There's this term that's being thrown around quite a lot on YouTube at the moment and that term is flexing. 
Right. It's, it's basically everyone flexing their wealth and how fantastic they are. Like, I've got this Maserati and I've oh. got these bricks of cash and all this kind of stuff. And, like, check out my awesome mansion home and all oh, this like, kind of thing. Like that dude who would be on the promo before your video would begin. What was yeah, this yeah, Ty Lopez. That's the guy. Yeah, that dude. Yes. Uh, so, basically, everyone is just like an ADD version of him now. Oh. Uh, like, that. that is your, your standard YouTube personality, your YouTube vlogger, <laughs> is basically an ADD young Ty Lopez. Oh, spam. So it's, it's just kind of, uh, you're either an ADD young Ty Lopez or you're a commentator who talks about how terrible the ADD Ty Lopez of, the, of YouTube are. <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Right. I'm, thi- I'm actually thinking like serious thought here. After I've just signed myself up for a one month trial, the one month free trial of YouTube Red. Oh, okay. Yep, yep. The only reason that I have done that whatsoever yep. is so I can watch the rest of this season of Cobra Kai. <laughs> that that is it the spin-off show of the karate Kid. yeah that's the only reason why i've signed up for that one month free trial <laughs> wow. i'm just going to binge on that and yeah. then cancel it all together so they won't get any of my money at all and nice. then i think it might be time for youtube to leave my phone and my tablet for a little while just so i can't engage in this stupid content yeah don't be lured by it anymore yeah I think exactly. it's well and truly had its time for you yeah maybe just uh you know watch the last show and then be done with it yeah as far as the podcasting world is concerned still loving podcasts still listen to podcasts on the daily like all the time i was mowing the lawns earlier today had my headphones on listening to a podcast every day walking to and from work i've always got my headphones and listening to a podcast yeah but there's something about uh actual you know video media at the moment as far as youtube and all that's concerned that it's just gone out of control it's just insane at the moment because you, your attention is focused on that screen yeah whereas a podcast you just go about your day you yeah can, exactly you can, you can do whatever you want you know you can mow the lawn you can you know head off to work whereas watching a youtube video you've got to sort of sit there and focus on it for such a long time and mm. forget about the outside world oh what's that honey yes i'll be there in a second yeah oh oh wow oh good youtube video <laughs> so i feel like it's a bit of that in the past so yeah I've, i sort of i understand what mm. you're talking about with youtube it's kind of weird as well with like the social media apps, like you've got your Instagrams and your Snapchats where you're seeing like these little videos and stuff of people. Mm. And I see people walking around, like when I walk through town on my lunch break and stuff like that to go and grab some lunch or whatever, there's people walking around like just actively staring at their phones whilst they walk. And it's oh, like, and it's I, just like, I could literally walk straight towards you right now. Oh. And you wouldn't even know I'm there until like I'm right up in your face. Oh, I've had so many situations like that where I've, yeah. I've almost just been tempted to put my leg out mm. and just see them trip over. Yeah. It happens on the daily. Like if you go into town on the daily. Because they're like either watching their friend snaps or like yeah. celebrity snaps and all this kind of stuff. And it's just like, guys, just take a break for two minutes and just, you know, look around you and see see a bit of the world. Yeah, if you think that's bad, go to the CBD of your capital city. I was in Melbourne a few weeks ago and you can't walk anywhere without someone looking at their phone. Yeah. And there's a whole... that They need to have like a lane of traffic, of foot traffic, where it's people looking at their phone mm. and people who don't have the, their phone with them when they they're walking. They can just all bump into each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Let them all figure out their own mess. But the rest of us who just can walk happily about their day, I want that lane of traffic. Yeah. We should get that done. <laughs> anyway, we'll wrap it up there. Mm. Um, until next time, I've been Ben Rogers. He's been Reed Marnie. I don't think we even introduced ourselves at the start of this one. I think we just said, all right, let's go. <laughs> We're just like, right here, let's go. Let's talk about the stuff that we've been meaning to talk about for the last two months <laughs> and we've done it in about an hour so so yeah so well truly ranted uh yeah well and truly it's the, it's now officially the old fuddy-duddy podcast <laughs> we've been in route 
we'll name it for that episode. Actually, that could be the episode title that, of today's yeah, podcast. Yeah, it'll be the title of today's podcast, all the stuff that we've just been ranting about for the last <laughs> hour. I like it. <laughs> well, uh, if you want to follow us on, you know, the places that we're on. Oh, um, we'll still keep them up there, but yeah. we're not posting, like, daily content. So. Well, that's the whole thing. I, Considering I basically have deleted the major apps that we're on from all my devices, I can't really see myself uploading anything to them or really paying attention to them all that much which is probably not not good for a podcast <laughs> you want to be active with your audience but then why can't we why can't we go back to the days where you just had one thing and people you know consumed your content through one form of media yeah we're old fashioned we're old school we should yeah. get like an email where people can sort of send in their rant thoughts and we can read them out on the podcast it's funny though because I can say that I'm old school because I'm in my 30s yeah and you're still in your late 20s yeah so a, few, you're just... a few months to go yeah. <laughs> so you're just like yeah I'm in my 20s but I'm old school I'm old school <laughs> a few months before I can officially say I'm old but until yeah. then I'm still old with an old school heart anyway that's it we'll catch you next time yeah okay bye bye bye